There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome back to The Commons, where we have conversations about school life and leadership. I'm your host, Brian Phillips, and uh, thank you for tuning in. I'm joined today by a very special guest, my son, one of my sons, Asher Phillips. Asher, say hello. Hello, everybody. Yeah, Asher has uh, agreed to come on and do a podcast with me. He's been very patient all day waiting on dad to get out of meetings and uh, be able to do this podcast. So thanks for being so patient, buddy. You're welcome, dad. All right, so so introduce yourself to everybody. How old are you now? I am seven years old, and I'm I'm almost eight. Yeah, that's right. You are almost eight. Just a few months. Um, how many brothers and sisters do you have? I have one that is nine, and one of them. I have two sisters. And her name is Ellie and Temperance, and Temperance is eleven, and my little sister is about four, and mm-hmm. my brother name is Ian and my mom's name is Shannon. That's right. Yeah. And what about your pets? Do you have my, a pet? Um, we have about one and her name is Gandy. We thought it was a boy, but when she had kittens, we knew it was a girl. So <laughs> right. she proved us wrong, didn't she? So the, yeah, she showed up at our house one day. We weren't expecting a cat and she was just a kitten, but we thought she was a boy. So being a gray tabby cat, we thought perfect name, Gandalf the Gray. And then she had four kittens and proved us all wrong. We really missed that one, didn't we, buddy? Yep, we did. No, that's all right. So I have invited Asher on. I, I want to ask you a few questions. And then uh, so he's going to tell us a little bit about what his life is like as a homeschool student. Um, and then I want to end this episode with just a few thoughts in light of it. So, um, Asher, let's start off with this one. Um, what is your, what's your favorite part of homeschooling? My favorite part is to do math and reading. Math and reading. Okay. Um, and you're also in a homeschool co-op. Yes, I am. It's What what is it called? It's called the homeschool co-op in Albemarle. Well, yeah, it is in Albemarle, but do you remember the name of it? Uh, I can't quite remember the name, but I know it's a co-op for, yeah. from album or somewhere. Right, in that's where we live. Yeah, Scully Village. Yeah, that, that is called Scully Village, and we have a we um do it every Tuesday. 
all Tuesdays. So um, we um, we we uh, Dad has invited me along to come with him, and we're not having it this week, but we'll have right. it the next. Yeah, this is being this podcast is being recorded the week of Thanksgiving, so you, you didn't have co-op today. So instead of going to co-op, you got to come and do a podcast with me. But what's your favorite part of your homeschool co-op? Um, I like how I like how um we sit around and listen to our teacher, and we do all sorts of different stuff. Yeah, you made a lot of good friends at your co-op yeah. too, haven't you? Let me name about two. One is Logan and one is William. William just had his birthday a few uh, days ago, and he's about seven. Is he in your class? Yes, he is in my class. That's great. And everybody in my class is seven. Well, let me ask you another question about homeschooling. Um, What is the hardest part to you? My hardest part is about reading different things that I don't know yet. Yeah, learning new things about reading. Yeah. It's tricky, isn't it? Yeah. Learning new stuff. It's pretty tricky because I haven't learned it yet, and I'm about to learn it next week. Yeah. So uh, given that you're homeschooled, your day, you, you have a bit of free time in your day, too, and you have some other things. It's not just... Not just like reading and math and art and music and things like that. but It's are, different things. Yeah, you do a lot of different things. Are there things about your day that you don't like as much? Well, I like that. Well, I don't like that. Um, I don't like that we have to work so hard to try to do reading. And we always... Um, we get to we get to learn new things that I don't know, and it's pretty fun to do. Right. Um, do you love doing your morning chores? Um, not really, because they're <laughs> pretty pretty hard. Right. And I always forget about our cat. Oh, you forget to feed Gandalf. Yeah. Well, I I get that. You mean girly? We got her girly for some reason. Yeah. Well, because she proved that she's a girl. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because we proved her wrong. Yes, she well, she proved us wrong. Let's take a quick break here to give you a word from our friends over at New College Franklin. This podcast is brought to you by New College Franklin, which is a four-year classical Christian liberal arts college nestled in beautiful downtown Franklin, Tennessee. Focused on the great ideas, the quadrivium and the trivium, New College Franklin is dedicated to spiritually forming students by discipling them through the seven liberal arts for wisdom, virtue, and service. New College Franklin, a new college reclaiming and recasting the old Augustinian idea of education to take delight in contemplating created truth. Find out more at www.newcollegefranklin.org. And now, back to the show. Now, I wanted to ask you all these questions because it, it kind of is an important reminder for me, and that is that as a teacher or as a homeschooling parent, we can sometimes get really wrapped up in conversations that we have about the right way to do things. So um, teachers, uh, we always want to know, am I using the right pedagogy? Am I using the right curriculum? Am I making the right decisions about the way we structure our day? Um, Are we managing our time well? And all that sort of stuff. But sometimes what we forget is that all of those decisions which we can look at in as, as kind of abstractions are being made about someone's life. 
And so uh, it dawned on me one day recently while I was watching the kids and they were kind of scattered outside uh, our daughter Temperance that Asher mentioned is she's our 11 year old. She was out in the woods. She was reading and working on some school and Ellie, our four-year-old was out there with her just kind of playing around. I think she was actually playing with the cat. Um, Ian was uh, on the porch reading and Asher was, um, I think you were playing on the patio. So you were done, but but I noticed that no, I was uh, I was playing uh, football by myself. Oh, you were playing football. Now, and it dawned on me that this life that they have as homeschool students, but but students in in a school setting, it's the same. We can't think about them in abstractions. We have to remember that the decisions we make are made not just theoretically, but they impact the lives of our kids, the lives of our students. Um, and I, I want to, I want to just mention a, a quote that it reminded me of, uh, from Anthony Eslin's book, uh, 10 ways to destroy the imagination of your child. It's still one of my favorites by him. He wrote, uh, this is in his introduction. Actually, if we loved children, we would have a few. If we had them, we would want them as children and would love the wonder with which they behold the world and would hope that some of it might open our own eyes a little. We would love their games and would want to play them once in a while, stirring in ourselves those memories of play that no one regrets and that are almost the only things an old man can look back on with complete satisfaction. We would want children tagging along after us, or if not, and only because we would understand that they had better things to do, end quote. So just remember how different the perspective is between a child and a parent or a child and a teacher. The messes that we see, they don't see as a mess, right? <laughs> they don't see the missed chores. They don't see... Um, the work that was left undone. They don't see uh, the difference between what we had hoped to get through on our lesson plans and what we actually got through. They don't see that struggle. They don't always see the importance of what we're trying to teach them. But they are living a life and we get to be a part of it. And so I just want you to think through this as, as a bit of encouragement to keep up the good work, but do so with long suffering do so with with understanding. Do so with as much as possible the eyes of a child. And remember that it's for the sake of their souls that we do all of this. And so don't allow yourself to fall into um, the tendency or a pattern of forgetting that, forgetting the the lives of your children, the lives of your students. And remember that the decisions you make are made not in abstraction, but they're made for the good of your students, the good of your children, and the good of their souls. Um, and so let us love them not just through the lens of what we want our uh, what we want to accomplish, but let us uh, love them as as children, as Esselin said, um, and remember to let the joy and the wonder of that uh, and and the way that they live rub off on us. Asher, thanks so much for taking time to join me today. You're welcome, Dad. I hope that you have enjoyed getting to meet Asher. 
And Asher, did you enjoy doing the podcast? Yes, I did. Um, I was first kind of nervous and excited both. Yeah, nervous and excited. I know. I feel the same way sometimes when doing these podcasts. Well, yeah. Um, one time he was on the first time he was so nervous when he did the podcast. I sure was. I told you about that, didn't I? Yeah, you ter- you told us before. Um, we uh, went, wasn't it to Krispy Kreme or? <laughs> I don't, I don't know, buddy. All right, thanks for tuning in to the Commons, and I look forward to talking with you next time. I'm your host Brian Phillips, and for Asher Phillips, farewell. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.